Okay, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of the Illustrious Spotlight Series. It is Sunday, like always, and I am here with my boys from Texas, and we are in the middle. Eh, I shouldn't give dates because these come out later, but uh, we're in the middle of May, and that is Martial Arts Month. So we sat down and watched one of my absolute favorites. I think Steve loves this movie, too. See, uh, I know Katie, every time she watches, like, oh, my God, uh, this movie's great. Uh, I think the ambassador of this month for me and Katie is Donnie Yen. So we watched another Donnie Yen film. This is the third one we've watched. But uh, we watched the 2007 Flashpoint, uh, an amazing, very, very good martial arts film. Uh, kind of cop drama mixed with martial arts and stuff. Uh, Donnie Yen knows what he's doing. He loves being a hard-boiled, grumpy cop. That has he's the, done it in like six movies. Yeah, uh, it's really, really good. Uh uh, a cool fun fact, I don't think anybody here has seen it. Katie and I watched it. There was another Donnie Yen film we watched. It actually came out this year. It was called Enter the Fat Dragon. Steve, the name. Yeah, I've seen the preview where he's Bruh. in a fat suit. I like I haven't given it a shot yet. It looks it looks entertaining. Bruh, it's nasty. It was so okay. good. I guess he realizes because he's got more weight that he can just like properly destroy people. He's kicking people through stuff. And I'm like, oh, he's fat. <laughs> it makes sense. Uh, fun fact, I know it was a joke in the movie. But he reminisces on earlier missions and he brings up this movie. So Into the Fat Dragon, Detective Ma got chunky. And then he does that. He's like, you remember that one mission when I was in that, like, that meadow shooting people with that sniper rifle? And they show clips from the movie. Wow. And he's like, man, I was real mean back then. <laughs> and I was like, oh, shit. Like, that's really cool. And then uh, he refers to another Donnie Yen film where he's a cop. He's like, oh, yeah. And then I did that one mission. I'm like Special, special ID or whatever yeah. that movie is called. <laughs> so uh, it's great. This Flashpoint movie is awesome. In this one, I know Donnie Yen has trained in Wing Chun, uh, especially for all the um, Ip Man movies. Uh, I don't know what his original martial art is, but in this film, he studied on mixed martial arts, hardcore. Yeah, clearly a mixed martial arts. Yes. Uh, in this movie... He does it in, in all the movies afterward. Uh, he does not stray away from it. He, he's constantly bringing in grapples and stuff in his movies. This point on in the fat dragon, he was spinning hurricanrana people in that movie as a chunky boy. So I was like, this is great. <laughs> it's uh, it's pretty effective. You know, they have several, several promotions built on mixed martial arts. Like it's an effective fighting strategy. Yeah. yeah realistically. Oh, if I spin around, you get your arm and twist it the wrong way. You, you're done. You can't do anything. <laughs> Like, oh, oh, shit. Uh, the director is Wilson Yip. Hey, that name sounds familiar. Yeah, he did all the Ip Man movies. And he did, I like Dragon Tiger Gate. It's an absolute mess of a movie. He's got Donnie Yen. He plays like a It's okay. A it's, yeah, and they have like power. It's, uh... <laughs> it's a mess, but I liked it a lot. Uh, it, it's, it's crazy. Uh, and the bad guy, the last bad guy in this movie, his name is Colin Chow. He was Seraph in the Matrix movies. So he protected the Oracle and then didn't. And then like Agent Smith was, he just copied himself everywhere. And he said, cookies need love too. And I was like, oh, you son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah, he but, had uh, one fight scene with Neo. And then that was all he did in those movies. Right. <laughs> uh, but this movie is absolutely amazing. It's really good. So uh, we'll get through the story, which is moderately simple. I'm uh it's uh, once once after the first like 30 minutes which are almost impossible to follow with the bullshit that happens you're like wait what the movie yeah. starts when he walks into a, like a, a a fucking boxing ring and just starts like, attacking somebody there's no plot he just like you and just starts beating the shit out like what the hell is happening no reason for that scene whatsoever <laughs> he and then it cuts like you know I'm going to get you right yeah. you know I'm going to get you and then it, and then it cuts to him doing like a fucking like FaceTime, like office style interview. It was like, do I think I'm a good cop? It, which doesn't come up ever again. Like, I don't know why he's sitting there doing that interview. <laughs> well, the quote comes up, but still, another <laughs> pointless addition to the film. Yeah, he should have just been like, I like punching people. It's really, yeah, funny. it was just, I'm telling you, man, the first part of this movie, I was like, what the hell is happening? And I've seen this movie several times. I'm still like, what is happening? Yeah, after the first 15 minutes, I went back to pretty much the beginning to make sure I could keep track of everything. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so uh, this movie, it's set around 1997 before the return of Hong Kong to China, before all that stuff. I don't know why that's important. Honestly, I don't know my history that well. 
Because it was before Hong Kong was returned to China. That's like a big deal. Oh, okay. Hong Kong was. Don't you remember Rush Hour Two? Hong Kong was owned. <laughs> but it had no bearing on this. By a different. I mean, yes, it's important to history, but it had no bearing on this plot whatsoever. It's yeah, that's, why that's they I mean. were—it's why they were throwing in English words every every once in a while for no reason and dressed like they were in the late nineties. They don't have to explain why Hong Kong is English influenced. They just, they just don't. I know. Bruh, they, they, they do because some people don't know, Greg. <laughs> it, it was unnecessary. So uh, this movie, uh, we end up in a club, and it's the brothers Archer, Tony, and Tiger. Uh, Tony is the leader. Tiger's the one that likes to fight. He's like the buttercup of the group. And Archer's just there. <laughs> Archer's the, the skeevy perv. Yeah, he, he can't do anything. He's just there. Uh, so in this movie, they are the lead bad guys, but there's other people. So they have all these deals uh, with Sam. He's a rival gang leader. And all these criminal investigations, all these stuff's coming down. And so Ma, Detective Ma, uh, Ma Jun. I can't remember. Donnie Yen. I'm going to say Donnie. So Donnie Yen's trying to uh, bust them, and he has a friend that is undercover. His name's Wilson. So he is involved Wilson. with them, and he's like a mole in the group, and so it's just their their situations. And so they made a deal with Sam to, uh, what, transfer drugs? Yeah. Yeah. And then they just were like, nah, we ain't going to do it. They, they kept like saying like, oh, the weather's really bad in Vietnam and all these things. Like, we'll get to it later. We'll, we'll, we'll get you your stuff. And, you know. You're going to ask me to put it on the plane, not a boat. Right. <laughs> and then uh, Sam starts trying to get a puffy chest in front of them. And then uh, they start swinging at a golf course. And then uh, Tony, the older brother, the smallest one, uh, just comes in swinging on everybody and just puts people down. And he's like, no, nah, this is how we do business. And he's like, oh, you're right. <laughs> You're right. You're scary. So the brothers, um, they come up with this plan to do like, I I guess it's kind of like a coup d'etat. They're taking out all the uh, rival, the elder leaders of their gang and anybody that's involved. And so they start threatening their families and stuff. And so it's that kind of movie. It's like, hey, man. Okay. I didn't realize who those three dudes were that they were. He was just sitting there eating his noodles, just talking shit to. I was like, who are these people? I guess they're the higher ups in 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 the gang or whatever, but yeah. also, also another pointless scene. Well, yeah, well, they were trying to tell him like, "Hey, three brothers, you guys need to like calm it down and and follow the plans." They're like, "Nah, we don't want to. We're just gonna be in charge now. So uh, yeah, you can just leave us alone, or we'll kill your kids." Film. What'd you say, Greg? I understand what it were, what it was, but it just it wasn't necessary. Look, man, I told you, man, the first like half hour of this movie, I was like, "What is happening?" <laughs> <laughs> so many scenes just shoved in there. I was like, "I don't, I don't follow this." All right. <laughs> so later on, Tiger, he's, uh, he's assigned to kill Sam, the other drug guy that was got his ass kicked at the golf course, and uh, oh, it's an absolute mess. He like runs up on him while he's like going into a parking garage, and he's just like chopping him up Ooh. in the car he jumps over that fucking barricade and it, it just, just cuts him <laughs> <laughs> so uh sam's getting all types of like paper cuts over his body and wilson being a undercover cop comes in and stops him he's like hey there's cops we gotta get out of here and you know tiger's like you lucky you lucky i cut you 72 times i'll be back i'm gonna cut you again <laughs> uh and they scoot off so in the hospital sam he agrees to testify against the three brothers and so the the brothers are like, well, he has to go. We we gotta we gotta stop him because uh we we don't want to go down for this. And so they grab their uh, sorry. Huh? Sorry, oh. Cesaro lost. He got he got put to sleep. Oh. So uh, the brothers they make a plan to grab all their drug money with Wilson in tow. Uh it's I don't know when the exact moment where they realized Wilson was like not on their side but it was very nerve-wracking when he got in the car they're like hey let me see your phone and he's just sitting there and he like calls it back and then like donnie ends just on the phone not talking just listening and he's just <laughs> and everybody's just dead quiet looking at each other but the brothers they grab their drug money because they're gonna try to scoot off and they're gonna dodge the hong kong police uh while all that's happening archer uh wilson gets away he gets hit by a car and thrown down like this hill and he's all types of destroyed but he gets away from getting murdered by the brothers 
And so Archer is driving their crazy mom around and Archer gets arrested. And so the brothers are like, well, we got to get him out. And then we're going to get the hell out of, of Hong Kong. So Archer, he's going to go to court and Sam is still alive at this point. And he's like, well, I'll testify and take him down. And so the brothers, uh, Tiger and Tony, <laughs> uh, they actually catch up to Sam and they kill him. And they kill several other witnesses and crime people integral to the investigation. And so the higher up cops are like, what can we do? They're all dead. And, you know, Donnie ends like, we got to do something, man. They're like, just killing everybody. We, we got to stop this. And so, you know, but that's that's how it works in these cop movies. The higher ups are like, hey, man, I got the mayor on my ass. I got this and that. Stop being a renegade cop to get stuff done, Steve. Like, that's all I know, man. That's all I know. I dive out of buildings and they blow up. <laughs> so they try to kill Wilson one more time. He's with his girlfriend uh, and his body's healed up. His legs busted. They put a bomb in a turkey while they're having dinner with all the cops and stuff. And uh, <laughs> the uh the what's what's the higher up name the chief the chief the commissioner guy yeah the the chief is like hey we gotta warm up the turkey we're not like like you know barbarians we don't eat it cold and he goes back into the house to warm up the turkey and then he gets exploded real good and slow-mo yeah he's just oh shit (laughs) so he flies off uh ma and wilson at this point are very pissed because they're like we gotta do something against this and their new person in charge of the investigation is like, nah, all of y'all are going to get, like, take a vacation and you're not going to be here. Uh, obviously, Donnie Yen's like, man, just let me swing on somebody. It's kind of what I do. It's I'm really good at it. Uh, the Ma and Tiger, they both end up in the same elevator because Wilson is going to um, testify because he's like the only like witness they have left because everybody else is dead that could stop and get the the brothers arrested and tony and tiger come to the hospital where he is sitting because his uh uh girlfriend i'm gonna say wife girlfriend's busted up and she's pregnant he learns so they come in detective ma fights off tiger in a elevator one of his like partners comes in the elevator with a gun she's like i'll help I'll help. And then he gets shot doing nothing. I'm like, oh, well, that was, that was a waste of a gun. <laughs> uh, and so at this point, so I, I hear everybody out there, they're like, this movie doesn't sound like it's a martial arts movie. Orders. Uh, at this point, it starts just digging in. They're like, you know, he had to get the story going. And then, hey, this detective's going to start whomping on people. So uh, Tony kidnaps Wilson's girlfriend and Tiger scoots off. So they split up. Detective Ma is chasing down Tiger and they have themselves a very awesome fight. Uh, he grabs this little girl as a hostage. He's got her upside down hanging by her feet and he just chunks her in the street. I thought he kicked her. He throws the fuck out of that little yeah, girl. Yeah, throw, he throws her like 30 feet. He sure does. <laughs> All the way across the farmer's market, he said, yeet. <laughs> just kid him. <laughs> so the little girl's down. Detective just Ma in the street. Yeah, Detective Moss saw that and he's like, oh, I'm going to whoop your ass now. He said, oh, fuck no, you didn't just throw a child. (laughs) Uh, This is where all the MMA moves come in. Uh, He's just breaking through Tiger's defenses, just punching him, just combos all in his mouth. Uh, He runs in and does this sliding German suplex. Oh, so beautiful, so beautiful. Just arches it. It's like Mr. Perfect be like, damn, that's pretty good. Just the, the perfect arch and plex to it. Uh, he fell right on his head. That probably hurt a little bit. Uh, and so Tiger is down, and the detective gets on top of him, mounts him, and starts swinging. And you're like, okay, he's going to knock him out. And he just keeps swinging. And you're like, okay, that, it's been a while. He, he's hit him at least 20 times, and he just keeps swinging. And then the camera slowly pans away, and he's still swinging. And you're like, well, yeah. Well, all the 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 crowd is just looking on in horror. I'm like, I was like, you you know, you just saw him throw that like six year old little girl into the street and almost kill it. Like, why are y'all just like, oh my god, he's beating that guy up? Oh my god, got what's wrong with his face? Real, they got too real for them. Yeah, they got too real. <laughs> after about after about thirty bludgeons in, they're like, oh, oh okay, I, I, oh wow, wow, wow. Oh my god. So it's funny. The cops get there and. uh Ma is just kind of sitting off to the side and you see that he actually handcuffed Tiger at some point. So I guess he 
thought he was still alive. I'm like, nah, you know he dead, bro. <laughs> yeah, it just dead ass, just got that dead, dead person look on his face, just ups, upside down with his handcuff. Like, why'd you handcuff that dead body, bro? Right, all mushed up. So Tony yeah. Tony calls Wilson and says, hey, I'm going to kill you, girl, if you testify. And he's like, whatever. I'll, I don't care. I will do whatever so you don't kill her. And he gets into the courtroom. He's like, I don't remember anything. And then the judge is like, okay, okay, Archer, you're free. And then he, he gives him some coordinates and Wilson scoots off and gets himself snatched up easy. Well, he's got a busted leg. Uh, I like that Ma is going to the courtroom and he sees Archer walk and he's like, I'm free. I'm free. No one's going to fuck with me. And then he runs up on him, just grabs him and just like dumps him into this bike rack, like head first. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking picks him up in like a Lex Luger torture rack and just, yeah, yeah dumps spun him in a bike rack. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it, it's horrible. He gets his ass beat. So uh, Archer uses, oh no, Ma uses Archer's phone and calls Tony and he's like, where you at? Like, because Tony sits on the phone just quietly. He's like, oh. He's like, no, where are you? You know what we're doing right now. I got your brother. Come on. And he's like, okay, we'll do an exchange. And so they go to this abandoned village in this tiny little town. And they put the hostages on boats and they scoot, you know, opposite way. Uh, the second the good guys get to the good side, uh, Tony just pulls out a gun and just shoots Wilson a couple times, like in his butt and back. And he's like, oh my God. And he falls over. And then, uh, Ma is on their side, and he just starts swinging on everybody. He has a gun, a tiny little like little revolver thing. I guess that's what all the cops have, little tiny little, little six-shooter. Yeah, special, baby. Yeah. Uh, after a while, he grabs himself the biggest sniper rifle. I don't know if it was an intervention, but that thing was gigantic. And he is just, just sniping people. Uh, there's a really cool gun scene. Uh, they're running through a field, and... Uh, the Tony has a shotgun. He calls for more bullets, and he, this guy throws a gun belt. Uh, the second time he asks for bullets, Ma shoots the gun belt out of the sky. It's, oh, man, this movie's a mess. Uh, they're chasing him down. He's taking him out one by one. Uh, Wilson gets a change of heart, even with bullets in his back, and his leg's still kind of fucked up. He comes back from Ma, and he gets his car, and he actually helps him out because he's getting, like, flanked by Archer. And he kind of bumps him with the car, and then they start fighting. So it's a handicap fight. Uh, well, not Ma- only he doesn't just bump him with the car. Archer's standing on a tree stump, which he runs into, which throws somehow Archer up like twenty feet in the air. When then Ma pops out the bushes with that sniper rifle and shoots him in midair like he's skeet shooting. Yeah, <laughs> and, then, and, and then him and uh, <laughs> Wilson start fighting. Yeah, cripple fight, and they're going for it. And it, I, I suppose that Will's, uh that Archer died because he kind of got his head mushed into the car a couple times. times. Yeah, yeah, he probably died. So this is it, y'all. So Tony and Ma, the last ones left. Uh, Ma runs into this like dilapidated building to pull a gun, and then they realize they're both out of bullets. Or he gets his gun in, but he's like, "Nah, let's fight." Uh, so I read some notes on the fight. Uh, Tony and Ma, or the real actors, they said this was probably one of the hardest, like, choreographed things that they had to do in their whole lives at that point. He's probably done crazier things, but this whole situation was tough. And usually with fighting scenes in movies, they do the fight scenes first, and then they do the talking later. They actually, this was one of the last things in the movie that they did, and because it was just so much to it, and they were like, fuck. Uh, it's awesome. Uh, Donnie Yen, He's put up a good fight at first and he starts getting kind of fucked up. But then I can't even give this fight justice. It's 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 amazing. You have to watch it. Uh, Very. uh, Ma, the whole fight, Donnie Yen is trying to go for a lock. He's trying to break something on him. He's constantly just grabbing at him and stuff. And Tony like breaks out a couple times. He pulls like a wrestling move. He puts him like this, like like Hell's Gate at a point. He got his like leg, a triangle. And Tony, yeah. like, picks him up completely and just smashes him. He's like, what that? <laughs> and then they fall off the building, and they're like, oh, my God, I'm hurt. The fight's basically in three acts, if you think about it. First of all, they both have weapons, and then they, just, and they decide to just go at it without weapons. And then at that moment, once they fall off the building from the, uh, the triangle choke, they kind of take that moment to stand up and kind of just look at each other. And you think, okay. Now it's actually going to continue to go on, and it goes on for it feels like another 
10, 15 minutes. Yeah. It was like an incredibly long fight. But once once they fall off that building together, they're only beginning to get yeah. started. <laughs> that's, when it, that's when things really start to go down. Yeah, it, it's an amazing fight. Uh, there, there's a lot to it. So, uh, like I said, I'm not giving it justice by talking about it like this, but it's really good. They, need, they needed to give the audience that, too, because there was this long lull in the film where there was absolutely no action. And I started to get a little skeptical on the quality of this film. I was wondering, like, is this... I, I was certain to think, is this even a martial arts film? Because all we got was that tease at the beginning. I'm sitting here waiting. Got a lot of, got a lot of crime thriller here, but where's my martial arts at? We're got, not getting enough of it. But the they, in the beginning. The wait, the wait was worth it for sure. Yeah. Uh, so at the end, uh, Donnie Yanni actually gets him in a. Well, Greg and I used to do this move all the time to each other if we could. Uh, we like to fight and we try to just put each other in chokeholds. And it's a Brazilian anaconda. <laughs> It's just a rear naked choke. Yeah, so you just you jump on them, you choke out somebody, and get your legs on their stomachs, just squeeze their body trying to do. And then uh, he puts them in it, and so Tony's like, "Oh shit, I'm going to sleep." Uh, it's really weird. For the first time I watched it, I was like, "Oh, he killed him," but no, he didn't. He actually didn't kill him. He knocked him the fuck out and handcuffed him up. The uh, the original ending was that he would win the fight and then get shot uh, by somebody else or something, and he would die. So he'd die saving the day. And I was like, I don't like that. And all the test people were like, no, nah, I want Donnie in to live. And they're like, okay. So uh, he chokes out Tony, and the day is saved, and everybody's happy. Wilson's got his girl, and he's not dead. <laughs> and he can live safely because all the bad guys. Uh, it's funny, the brothers killed all the bad guys that would maybe know Wilson's face. So got a clean slate. It was great. Yeah. <laughs> uh this this movie's absolutely great. The the fighting's cool. Like like Greg said, it's crime driller, crime thriller for a good 45 minutes. But then once you get past that, it's good. Just like when I the story when we watched Ongbach and I showed the movie to my friends on the bus on a band trip, I skipped 30 something minutes of the movie and told them, Hey, Tony Ja is looking for a Buddha head. That's all you really need to know. They're like, why are you skipping stuff? It don't matter. And then we went to the part when that dude said, fuck movie time. And he just stomped him down to the ground. They were like, oh, shit. That, that's, that's where the movie starts. <laughs> so yeah. uh, this movie's absolutely, ama- absolutely amazing. Please watch Donnie Yen films. They're great. They're really good. So yes. what, what was everybody's favorite character in Flashpoint? Uh, Katie? Mom, Donnie Yen. He was fucking amazing. Um, like I've said many times on this podcast, any movie we watch that has Donnie Yen in it, my favorite character is going to be Donnie Yen. Um, and this is no different. He was a fucking hard ass. He took down just everyone that was trying to come up on him and fight him. And he was great. I loved him. Uh, Steve. Uh, I would say Ma, but he was kind of a bad cop. He was super aggressive and over- <laughs> abusing, abusing, overusing force some of these times. Uh, but no, he's great. Uh, but my favorite was going to be Tiger. Um, I mean that motherfucker was just he, you know, he was he was part of the the three brothers, but he was kind of like that that dude over there, like whatever. He's the weird, crazy guy. When he just ran and jumped over that barricade and started cutting that dude in that car, I was like, oh my god. And then when he killed the, um, I guess one of the heads of the gang, he was just sitting there like ducked behind his car, smoking. He came around, the, he came around the front of his car. He was like, boop, and just shot him right in the face. I was like, oh my god, that dude is just just crazy. Were you, yeah, feeling his, uh, were you feeling his tank top hat combo when they were at Top Golf Hong Kong? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> With his sweet, like, silk dragon jacket. Yeah, it was dope. <laughs> he punched He punched a toilet to fi- get it, retrieve his phone. Yeah, man, he couldn't, he couldn't reach in there and grab, grab his phone, so he broke the toilet and just, like, that's mm-hmm. my phone. With a fist. <laughs> I, don't know, I just like Tiger because uh, he, was, he was insane. And then, yeah. And then, like, yeah, like Katie said, he yeeted that little girl into that street. That shit was hilarious to me. Oh my god! <laughs> I was like, that's fucked up. But it would have been, it would have been a lot less funny if he threw her like a normal person and only like a few feet. But nah, he threw that bitch down the street, and it was like, oh my god! And then he got his face mushed in and handcuffed for some reason. So yeah, Tiger was my favorite. Uh, I'd be really interested to see like the behind the scenes on that scene because like. I'm around kids all the time and I'm around people who work out all the time and like are buff and can do damage with their arms 
And I don't know anyone who can throw a small child that far. Like, and that's why it was hilarious. <laughs> that, that was a midget. That was a midget. It wasn't a kid. That's that even was worse because midgets are like the weight, like their weight is. Dance. Yeah, they're very to top adult. heavy. A child, like, okay, a six year old child weighs like 40 pounds, which is not a lot, but still throwing something that large across the room, like, like as far as he did, is absurd. Like, they, they probably they probably had her on wires just like oh boy that was on oh wire. definitely when he got shot up after he got careened in the air yeah. Probably- yeah I want to see the wire work I want to see the, like, just, behind the scenes it, of the wire work it was just really funny he threw the shit out of that little girl and she flew she flew she was horizontal flying through the air the entire time yep mm-hmm. after after he kicked her mom she was like give me to my baby and just bah, just kicked her in the chest <laughs> so yeah tiger because he's a piece of shit and it was hilarious. And it was, I thought he was murdering that dude in the car, but you find out later he was just like little paper cuts. I'm telling you, man, paper cuts. Okay. Him up. I got a problem with that because there was just blood just. <laughs> yeah, he seems to be okay. I don't, I don't get that. Yeah, that shit was weird. There was so yeah. much blood for him to be okay after about thirty slices. <laughs> paper cut. When you doing that, yeah. you can't kill nobody just wiggling a knife. Those are the most. Those are the most. Blood-inducing paper cuts I've ever seen, and then and then later on they don't really pay off that story. You just next time you see that dude that got sliced up, he's just getting his head lopped off by an axe. Like and like twenty minutes later in the movie, I was like, "What already, the hell is happening?" Already unconscious, you don't get. Yeah. Seen. he's just already he's just already dead. <laughs> yeah. So Greg, go next. Um, it's also Ma for me. He is completely unapologetic about the way he does his job. Usually, if a cop is like that, I would not like that for obvious reasons. But he saves his ruthlessness for the most ruthless of people. (laughs) He's not out here uh, taking on any peaceful protesters or anything like that. (laughs) He (laughs) he He is vicious when he absolutely needs to be towards people. That's what he says at the beginning. He's like, I catch criminals. Have I ever arrested the wrong person? I don't know. My job is to catch criminals. And he catches the worst of them and he treats them like they need to be treated because they are absolutely ruthless. So he is ruthless towards them. Oh, I did like when they were like, you beat that man to death. He was like, fine, arrest me. Yeah, the woman that took over for uh, his, his boss that died from the turkey. Like, we need to take your statement. You killed that guy. Arrest me. Oh, I didn't think so. Now let me go back to work. Get on my face. Yeah, they just blew up my friend and captain and like blew up my friend's house. You really want to take a statement right now? Like that's what that's your concern right now. <laughs> I, I guess that was the last one. Yeah, no, uh me. Uh but uh I'm actually gonna go with Ma. He was absolutely amazing. Uh like I said, what everybody said is like, you know, those cops that he's a maverick, man. You know, he's like, I do what I want. I know what's right. I'm going to do this. I'm probably going to break a lot of stuff doing it, but the day will be saved, you know? Yep. Uh, it, it was good. Uh, I, I do like Tony, too, because that motherfucker can fight. I love people that are just sure of themselves. He's like, I will beat you up. And you're like, oh, shit. You for yeah, real. When, Tony, when Tony got introduced to that golf range, just came out and just jump kicked that dude in the chest. I'm like, oh, shit, who is this guy? Oh, he's beating everyone's ass. Right, he was just chilling in the dark, and then he's like, oh, my brothers might get hit. Mm-hmm. Okay, here we go. We just grabbed the chance, chunked it. I was like, fuck y'all. I was like, damn, that's pretty cool. Uh, but no, Detective Mom was great, and uh, MMA, man, MMA catches people off guard. One-on-one, that shit's destructive. <laughs> he was whomping people up. Okay. Uh, so, Deepal, I know you heard us talk about the story. Who do you think your favorite character would be? Donnie Yen. <laughs> I mean, it's 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 like Katie says. Anything Donnie Yen's in is is amazing because he he's Donnie Yen, dude. <laughs> like he he's he's the kung fu guy. He's what's keeping kung fu relevant in today's movies. Plus, he's a cutie pie. Yup. I, I I don't know about all that, but. He is. I'll, I'll. The man. The man. He's fucking fine. Don't even get it. <laughs> well, this is in this movie. Yeah, he was on the beach for some reason in his jeans. I don't know why he was on the beach in jeans. But yeah, I was like, oh shit, I didn't realize Donnie Yen was fucking just ripped. I was like, oh my oh, god, no, what the he hell? <laughs> when they got to that beach, I was like, ooh, they got a shirtless Donnie Yen in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> hey. Yeah, he was. Hey, he was in his what late. Up, Donnie Yen. 
late nineties bedazzled jeans. What the hell is right. happening here? Like, and I say, and I say martial arts because he's—it's not really kung fu what he does in this movie. Like you said, it's MMA. He's oh, it's, yeah, it's completely MMA. Well, it's called yeah. mixed martial arts. Yeah. Well, well, yeah, but you know, kung fu is the emphasis of this month. Yeah, I know, but he mixes—he mixes in some kung fu. It's not just all MMA stuff. He—he he yeah. throws some fucking kicks that you would never see in an MMA ring. Yeah, you fucking right. That kick would come. They yeah. would just like grab that. I'm gonna stop it. <laughs> uh, what was everybody's least favorite character? Katie. Oh, what did I say? Uh, Archer was my least favorite character. <laughs> um, Archer was like the one of the three brothers that didn't know how to fucking fight. He was just like Weasley as fuck. And he went to extremely excessive means to make sure that the people who could put him in jail were dead um and he was just i don't know he was slimy and a super dick so fuck that guy he uh, cared about right. his mama <laughs> he started out in the club dancing up on women who clearly didn't want him yeah he threw the bottle at the dude that cut in on his dick. Oh, he whipped that bottle at the dude's head so fast. <laughs> he that bottle in his cup and said, whoop! <laughs> and then, I'm starting to think I actually like Archer. And then he's like, <laughs> dance in that jail cell. <laughs> I think he just wanted to party, man. He just wanted to take care of his mom and party. <laughs> uh, did you say me, Katie? Yeah. Okay, I'm going to choose to ignore the crop of pointless characters and, and not choose them, like the guy in the ring at the beginning or the three heads of the of the crime syndicate that only had their one scene or the old people who ran to the beach when they weren't supposed to or something like that. I'm going to ignore all of them. <laughs> that was bizarre. Um, my least favorite character is the female officer. I don't know if they ever gave her a name. They got I, shot in the elevator? Not, no, not the one that died in the elevator. She was a cutie, though. The one who took over for, for uh, Ma's boss once he got exploded. Oh, yeah. yeah. He was a complete waste of an authority figure. Right? If you're going to be an authority figure, be an authority figure. She starts out, I'm pretty sure she's the same woman that at the beginning of the film. She's a part of that disciplinary board. Yes. Where Ma's sitting in front of three people and she's at the center, and she says something along the lines of, "Well, we really need you to change how you go about solving these cases and how you treat people." And he's like, "I don't agree." So she just says, "Okay, bye." Yeah. So basically, hey Ma, we need you to stop just beating the shit out of him. Like that dude stole a pack of gum and you put him in a coma. Like that's not cool, bro. And he's like, "Nah, I'm I'm not gonna do that." She's like, "Okay, I guess just keep putting people in comas." So. You just you just get walked all over and you are a pointless authority figure there. And then the example we already talked about, the fact that she tried to get Mata fill out a witness statement or a statement after all that went down, and he had to beat down old throwing the daughter guy, <laughs> bludgeoned him to death. Like <laughs> you have you clearly have no control over the over this crew. You have no business replacing Ma's boss. And you have you have a lack of priorities. Like stuff's going down right now. We gotta. I, I hate to say this, but we gotta ignore some of the details of the, of the process of this this whole uh, this whole uh, policing uh, thing right look, now. Look, look at you, Greg. Look at I know, you. I know. I hate mm. it. I hate it. Mm. But this is different, though. It's different. We we talking about messing with innocent people in this case. <laughs> so we gotta we gotta you know let some stuff slide right now. That 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 statement. On bludgeoning a dude who just tossed a little girl forty feet across. <laughs> wait, because, yeah, he for sure put that little girl in a coma. Because our partner who's down right now is in danger, and we need to save him and his girl, who happens to get kidnapped anyway. So she just she didn't have a priority. She had a lack of control over her people. She just annoyed me. She just she she got in the way of the maverick, as Otis called him. Like you, you always hate the person. Who's who works? Who is over the Maverick and is trying to control them Just and trying to do their job properly? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
come to America and do that where we need that. <laughs> there with those ruthless villains. Cut him a slack. Cut him a slack. Come over here with all that control. <laughs> now, man. No, well, no, man. I'll go. I'll go up next then. Uh, my least favorite is going to be any cop that wasn't fucking Donnie Yen or or Wilson, which is just the stupidest name for his his partner. But whatever. Yeah. All, all the other police in this movie were just inept. Uh, little girl in the elevator got shot. I don't know what she was doing. Just her one not, moment of action. Yeah, she's like, "I'll, I'll help him," and she's sitting there just pointing her gun, and then just, "Oh," and then she did. Yeah, <laughs> even even Fat Chief, while I enjoyed him, I was like, "You're bad at your job," and you just fat and chiefy. And then he got just looking at that turkey. Slow mo exploded in his face. That shit was hilarious. Uh, <laughs> but all the other cops, when they're like, "Hey, man, make," Donnie Yen even said it was like, "Make sure you frisk everybody that comes on this floor because." They're trying to kill him, like they're trying to kill this undercover cop. They just let two motherfuckers on there with guns and just like, oh, yeah, this one is trying to kill everybody, and this one just kidnapped that girl. Like, what are y'all doing? Do your fucking jobs. Like, how did you not let this janitor just walk in with his gun? Like, yeah, come on, got the fucking pistolas on him. Like, yeah, <laughs> look in his fucking thing. Yeah, what do I know? Yeah, I was like, hey man, that janitor's wearing a, a surgical mask. Why? This is 2007. Why are you wearing that surgical mask? It ain't COVID yet. <laughs> your face like all the other cops in the movie just inept and then yeah they got exploded and shot and just did bad jobs so mm-hmm. uh yeah that was that was my least favorite and then archer archer was kind of a just a weasley douche but yeah. uh who hasn't who hasn't gone i haven't gone uh Artists. so i feel weird because <sighs> after greg brought out the revelation of archer the, the funny things he did when he chunked that bottle i was like dang that's a dick move but it was kind of funny <laughs> Uh, him just wiggling in the the jail cell and t- trying to recruit people for his group. I was like, Archer ain't that bad. But past me was like, Archer's a bitch. So I'm gonna I'm gonna stay with past me. Uh, th- these movies, you know, it's all about men of action or women in some of them. People of action doing what they do best and moving forward and taking people down with their hands. And Archer was not a man of action. He got shot in the booty hole <laughs> with a sniper rifle. And then he got <laughs> fucked up. He, he couldn't fight. You know, his brother and Tiger, they both were great. It's weird that he just didn't go to the lessons. He didn't get a black belt like, like they did. No, nah, man, he just wanted to party. Like Greg said, he just wanted to party and take care of his fucking crazy old ma. ma. Yeah, he was probably like the, the financial guy in the group. Like Tiger's the heavy. You're giving him- you need somebody that just does wild shit. I think he's just a benefactor. Yeah. <laughs> he was the one that was in the suit. Tiger was dressing like just a b boy from the fucking like late eighties. Yeah. Uh, Tony Tony was dressed like a normal guy, and then yeah, Archer was like, "Hey, look at this sweet ass fucking suit I got." <laughs> yeah, he yeah. it looks nice, and so you're like, "Okay, that dude's not that bad." Like, oh god, his brothers are they're, they're terrible. They'll, they'll they'll beat you up. So I, I get what his job was, but there's always that kind of person in these movies and i'm like man you're gonna shoot a gun and probably hit the main character and then like laugh and then get beat up i'm like boo happens all the time but he ain't actually shoot ma he got shooting shot in the butt cheek so uh let's do i will say i feel bad for for wilson i really uh, honorable mention to wilson that motherfucker went through some stuff yes he did house getting getting blown up legs getting fucked up getting shot multiple times just yeah, he had, he he had a bad couple days. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what he was doing because he sat on that road for a minute before that car came back and knocked him off that cliff. I was like, just run, motherfucking shit. What are you? Why are you staring? You got to recover from Gaining all that. his composure because he jumped out of a moving vehicle that was going like pretty. I get it, but his his composure looked gained. He should have just yeah. not stood stood there and got knocked off a cliff by a car. Like that, I'm gonna scream, bail, roll, and get right up. Yep, you're right. <laughs> that leg had its moments when all of a sudden it could bend way, all types of way, but we'll just ignore that. Mm-hmm. You're trying to bring a reason into this. Quit it. Yeah, I know. I, know. I can't help it. <laughs> okay, let's do seven word synopsis. Uh, I'll go oh, first. No. Huh? I forgot. Oh, Greg said, oh, no. God damn it. Uh, my first one is, he handcuffed that corpse. Breaks properly beat. <laughs> Breaks were destroyed. And then Donnie Yen out here passing out suplexes. 
Like, I'm telling you, he slid on one knee to get around a guy, 180, and just cranked out a suplex. It was beautiful. It, it's one of the best things in this movie. I think su- people should use suplexes to fight people because you just drop them on their head, and they're honestly probably not going to be that much for the fight afterward. But also not release it like he did. Do not release it. Oh, yeah, get, just, just stick it. Just I'm yeah. telling like a perfect plex, man. Just put them, just plant them into the ground. <laughs> Everyone in wrestling releases it. He held on to it, and that was nasty. Yeah. You got to stick it, man. <laughs> uh, Katie. Donnie Yen wrecks the triad by himself. <laughs> and then Tiger yeeted the fuck out of that child. <laughs> <laughs> It was like, I can't wait to go to school later. Huh? I'm so excited to be at the farmer's market. Yeet? No. I can't wait to eat that fresh apple I paid. He he was holding her. You know, usually they hold somebody like with their head close to their head with a gun pointed. Nah, he picked that little bitch up by her by her feet and was dangling her. Yep. Like, yeah, put your gun down. He I'll throw her. Kill her. Fuck. He's like, I'll smush her head. I'll do uh, it. All right, Steve. Uh, I got three. Uh, first half makes no sense at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, once the fighting starts, shit is raw. Yep. And then, yeah, that little girl got absolutely fucking tossed. Like, <laughs> Where is it? Man, I love that. <laughs> that scene is just hilarious. She just, just yeah. And then, and then they show her like kind of crying, just looking at Donnie and like, you should have saved me, just in the street, just bloody. Like, damn. Why is he still alive, Donnie? <laughs> that girl's in Concussion County for sure. <laughs> uh, Greg, you got one made up yet? I made up one. It's not my best, but <laughs> finally, a cop shouldn't show any restraint. <laughs> Whomping. Okay. I got one. Oh, yeah. Go D. I 35 can eat all the dicks. <laughs> God damn. Jesus. He got stuck in traffic while he, was tra- tra- he couldn't get home and watch this movie. Yeah. Yeah. Interstate 35, all the dicks. Eat them. Speaking of 35, we have yet to talk about that uh, that guy, that car chase, but we'll talk about that after this. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, uh, this movie came out August 9th, 2007. Uh, what do you guys think the budget for Flashpoint was? Katie? $20 million. I don't know what the equivalent is. A whole lot more. <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. Steve? I'm going to go with $12 million. Uh, Deepal? Uh, this bet brought to you by Tropicana. Mm-hmm. Hey, it doesn't have vodka. Uh, let's go with fifteen million. Greg, and I bet. Close, Katie's twenty. <laughs> was twenty? Yes. Was it? It was twenty. Yeah, it was just That's twenty. What I said. No. Oh. For some reason, I had twenty-seven stuck in my head. You said 20. well, then go with twenty-seven. Okay. I'm doing something here. <laughs> He's doing and his bit. Rudin's bit. $21 million. Okay. Uh, so by Price is Right rules, I'm make a weird buzzer sound. So everybody went over. But what? the closest to the budget of $1.2 million. What? Oh my God. <laughs> Holy shit. Was I knew I, yeah, I knew it was low. I didn't think it was that low. Jesus. Yeah, I mean, I am so cheap. Yeah, it's probably a lot probably a lot cheaper to make movies in China. So yeah, so that's based on nah, see that's 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 too hard. No, I, I translated the money. Uh, actually, there was gonna be more fighting in the club, but they ran out of money. <laughs> so they were oh, like, well, we 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 done. <laughs> there were actually gonna they be a couple more fights. Couldn't have gone and sold some cans or something for a little right? extra cash. <laughs> Been on that budget though. Yeah. Uh, when I looked at the budget, it's ten million HK, and I was like, oh, I gotta translate that. It's one point two million in people dollars. So. People. In American dollars, that was racist. That was racist. U.S. dollars is what he means. People dollars, monster. That's one point two million in American dollars. I thought I thought we were free because Taco wasn't here, but no, Otis Otis keeping Taco's spirit alive. That's Taco. That's Taco coming through. So it feels like Taco's here. 
Taco got a voodoo doll of me. He's like, yeah, say, say, <laughs> say something. Say something. Cut the racist. So there is no box office. That's weird. So it released in China for two months, and that was it. And it had a limited theater release in North America. I actually heard about this later on, like DVD wise and Netflix. That's where I heard about this movie. I heard about it from you. You were like, you got to watch that movie, Steve. It's awesome. And I watched it. I was like, it was awesome. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it did It did the most of its money on DVD sales. So it was a weird one, which is odd. But, you know, you know, Donnie and... For, for, foreign movies, man, it's hard to find the box office because they don't really report that shit to American. Yeah. It's, like, it's hard to find that. Right. They don't... They they don't transition it to U.S. dollars, not people money. Yeah, yeah they people, don't really care. Real, real people it. money, monster. <laughs> mm, maybe not. Mm. Mm. Look, Katie. Look, Katie. Mm. Just fake news. Fake news. No, yeah, <laughs> fake news. <laughs> Just confidently found it. Oh no, I was wrong. Look at you. <clears throat> oh, 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 hold up. Hold up. You can oh, work with Fox. Well, there's there's multiple movies called Flashpoint, and this one yep. says 2008 rather than 2007, but it's the right one. I had to make sure that it was the the right movie. Okay, so this movie made $3,271 in the United States. All right, like six people saw it. Yes, uh, and internationally, it made $4,314,771. There you go. Damn, made so their money back. $1.3 million on a budget of $1.2, so almost three times its money. Yeah, and probably made decent money on DVD. So, oh so, yeah, definitely. That, that's I mean that's where I heard about it. Everyone that talks about this movie, they're like, oh yeah, I got it on DVD or I saw it on Netflix. So they, it got its money later, which is an important. Oh thing. well, there you go. It was only open in ten theaters in the United States. Oh wow! There you go. <laughs> I didn't know it was that All limited. Of- I read limited and I'm limited. Like, okay. Incredibly shit. limited is what this just. No said. shit. Ten Chinatown theaters around the country. Yeah, right. Sparsely <laughs> limited. Yeah. Uh, so, does anybody have anything else to say about Flashpoint? Yeah. yeah What'd you guys watch it? What'd you guys watch? Tubi, uh, Tubi, whatever. Okay, I watched it on the hell was it? It wasn't Tubi. It was the other one that was free. It was like Pluto. Yeah, so, yeah, Pluto TV. So I got like ninety commercials during the goddamn. Yeah, Pluto is so. <laughs> oh. I didn't know. I've never heard of it before. It was like free, and I clicked. I was like, really? And it was like it just started playing. I was like, I guess I'm watching it here. Yeah, it's like crackle capabilities on that and rewinding. It's it's terrible. Jesus Christ, he's like crackle. <laughs> crackle has so many commercials, like every ten minutes. I'm like, fuck, I just want to watch Digimon. Come on, <laughs> bro. Why are there five commercials in this episode? Yep. The Digi Digivolutions take ten minutes to do all of them. Like, fuck. Yeah, man. That's that's why I can't watch. That's why I never liked Digimon. I was like, all right, bro. I don't need half of this episode showing the eighteen Digivolves per per Digimon. All right. Great, yeah. I was like, maybe that maybe they'll speed it up in future episodes. Nope, full fucking length. Just hold on when there's enough digital group, they'll put everybody on the screen at one time doing a digivolutions at the same time. Yeah, they'll do it like that, but they have to go through like each phase. It's not just oh, he's all of a sudden Kabuterimon. Nah, it's like you got to go through like the three stages before that. I'm just like, Jesus Christ, hurry, hurry this shit up. I remember uh, Trell loved Digimon, and one time he grabbed like a handful of like I don't know marbles or something dangerous. He shouldn't be throwing at my face, and he said pepper breath and chunked it at me. <laughs> Damn it! I was like Jesus, and it was like a big handful. So it was like, went everywhere. Like pepper breath. I was like ah shit. One hit me in the eye, like everything does. It's horrible. <laughs> uh, this movie's absolutely amazing. Uh, check out Flashpoint. It's crime drama, so you, you know if you like that kind of shit. It's good. Yeah. And then you'll see people just fall on their head, which is always fun. Like Katie said, there's like eight movies called Flashpoint. You got to kind of sift through to find the, the right one. Yeah. You'll, you'll see Donnie Yen's face on it. Oh, cute pack. Okay, so if you have any other cool fun facts about Donnie Yen, like how he's an amazing musician. In this movie, he played like the, the bass drum. But he's actually, and was yelling at that band talking yeah. about sex templates and shit. Yeah, he's actually amazing at piano. He's really good. I forgot what song. Yeah, he's he, really, really good. He played something. He was like singing it and recorded on YouTube. He's like, I'm just fucking around. Ain't nothing else to do. I'm like, God damn, you're good. Want to hear yeah, him cover if you piano, follow man? Him on social media, his entire 2020 was just like him working out, like showing off his martial art workouts, and then him playing piano and singing with his two kids and his wife, like just dicking around. It was like fucking great. Yeah. Oh, 
I did, I did have one more thing. Uh, the end of this movie, the credits, it, they brought back like the when they show in like the behind the scenes shit. Yeah. With him training and stuff. I always when the martial arts movies do that shit. Like all the Jackie Chan's used to do that, but that was always him just failing stunts. But this one showed like them actually like training in the gym and setting up the stunts and all that cool. I was like, I always that's one of my favorite parts of kung fu movies. When they show that shows shit. on that on that chase on that running. Scene. Oh yeah, that dude tripped right into that bus. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so apparently, around that situation, he had to do when he hopped over. Um, he hopped over some type of bar or something earlier. Uh, he had yeah, to do was- it like 39 times he couldn't get it right god and he's like let me get it let me get it and he like in in the the ending credits they show him fall yep he was trying to do it but he finally got it but he was like really nervous because it was like the first scene of the movie that they did recorded was him doing that he kept fucking up they're like man we can like get somebody else to do it he's like no i got it i got it you (laughs) also see that guy eat it jumping over the uh the barricade in that part where he slices him in the car (laughs) yep he kind of disappears after jumping over it. <laughs> so we have a Twitter, it is. Allentown Pod. We have an email, it is. Allentown Presents at gmail.com. We have a Facebook at Allentown Presents. So like always, thank you so much for listening. For everybody here, my boys in Texas, uh, good stuff. I love talking about martial arts films. Uh, I think we have two more. Uh, two more with the boys and some more with just me and Otis. Yeah, so I'm very excited. And next month is comic books. Either comic sure. books or anime. I can't remember which one it is. I It'll thought we were good. doing like a hybrid, weren't we? Well, yeah, I, I want to do... Uh, I am going to shoehorn in uh, Five One Goes West. I know that's not anime, but it's just <laughs> animation. That's happening. Because uh, I edit these, I'm just going to make that happen. Five One Goes West is being reviewed. <clears throat> we quote that movie absurdly all the time it, it's great i call people booger lips because of that movie uh it's great i love i love five books west comic books is next month comic books is next month i'm in pain, yeah. I'm in pain. <laughs> uh it's it's amazing so uh we might watch fan stick next month or we won't so nah i'm good bro <laughs> there are so many other quality comic book movies that we yep. don't Steve, and watch that uh the new spider-man we watched that <clears throat> the one he the goes one, on the, the one with Jake Gyllenhaal. I haven't seen that one. Oh, okay. I had, uh, confession. What's up? I haven't seen any of the new Spider-Mans. Oh, oh you missing out on Mr. Tomei, bro. I know, but I've seen the most recent one where they leave, they go to Europe, I guess. Yeah, yeah, coming home or whatever. Bad. It ain't bad. It ain't the best one. So, yeah, I haven't seen any of the new Spider-Mans. It's like better two. than at least three of them. Yeah, oh, you're right. I'm just saying, it ain't the best Spider-Man movie. That's Spider-Man Two. But False. Marissa Tomei. Hey, sneak out of here. Spider-Man 2 is one of the best. Because it's it's the skeleton of Superman 2, one of the best comic book films. <sighs> Jesus Christ. Gives his powers up. Be with a girl. Oh, I know, I know, I know. I'm just trailing. So, like always, thank you so much for listening. We'll be back very soon with another martial arts comic book. Martial arts movie. Okay, bye, guys. Bye. Bye. Yeah. Spider-Man 2 is the best. Bye.